This is a trial run. The short span called life is is just a trial run. James chapter 1 verse 12. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. 1 Peter 1 7. That the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. You and I are being tried on whether Jesus Christ will be the Lord of our lives or not. This decision will surely dictate our eternity, and eternity never ends. Have you made this decision? Have you been born a second time, born again? John 3, 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Make the decision today that will entirely change the direction of your life and, yes, dictate where you will spend eternity. Make today the best day of your life. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Don't flunk this test. Now for today's subject. God said, Colossians 1, 15 through 20, Who is the image of the invisible God? the firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father, that in him should all fullness dwell. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven." God said, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 10, He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. God said, Ephesians chapter 1, verses 9 and 10, Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. Man said, biblical superstition, that's all it is. Who needs it? Man is the master of his own destiny. Now the record. No matter how bold, no matter how articulate is carnal man's talk, the end of the conversation is never good. Skeptics challenge the credibility of the Word of God incessantly and from all conceivable directions only to fail incessantly. This is feature article number 486 that declares the inerrancy of the majority text King James Version of the Holy Bible. New scientific discoveries being revealed continually say yes to the marvels of the book. The more sophisticated science becomes, the more the Holy Word is confirmed. All truth must finally arrive at God. God is truth. Be of good cheer, believers. Your confidence has been built upon the solid rock. Welcome to God Said, Man Said. We're so glad you've come. For nearly 40 years, I have been instructed in the power of words. 
Surely words are central to all of life and literally the center of our molecular structure. Everything is made out of words, God's words. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 2. Hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. God created all things by Christ Jesus, and Christ's name is the Word of God. Revelation 19.13, And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. John 1.1, 1, 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. God, by Christ Jesus, spoke into existence all that is. Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Surely it is true. God said man's head has addressed the phenomenal power of words in a multitude of its features. If God spoke us into existence out of that which is invisible with the power of his creation words, and he did, then there should be proof of the centrality of words everywhere, and there is. We have addressed the unfathomable power of words from the spoken universe to speaking God's glory into existence in our everyday life, even coupling the power of words with faith in regard to redemption and eternal life. Romans 10.10 reads, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. We have discovered the centrality of words in the creation of the automobile. On God said, man said, we have established that the automobile is most literally made out of words. We have discovered the power of words and their dramatic metabolic effect in regard to disease and health. We have discussed the impact of words and the, and the uh, placebo, excuse me, and the SIBO effect. We've uncovered words as a medicine replacing psychological therapy. Even your DNA has a four-letter alphabet. This four-letter alphabet is written in sentences, paragraphs, and chapters. On board your DNA is proofreading, an editing system so incomprehensible, one that man's greatest publishing houses could only dream to replicate. The centrality of words and the perfect unity of aligning with God's words are declared in John chapter 7, verses 11, and then 17 and verse 21. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. And I come unto thee, Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. That they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee. That they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. This incredible run oneness is the incredible wordness, and it dwells in us, even as Colossians one twenty seven reads, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Imagine that God, through Christ Jesus, is so much bigger than the universe, is small enough to dwell inside every believer. 1 Corinthians 6.19, what? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? Today's science has arrived at this concept of universal oneness. Dr. Gary E. Schwartz, Ph.D., and W.L. Simon authored the book, The G.O.D. Experiments. From the flap, we find the following concerning Dr. Schwartz. Gary E. Schwartz, Ph.D., is a professor of psychology, medicine, neurology, psychiatry, and surgery at the University of Arizona, 
and director of his laboratory for advances in consciousness and health. After receiving his doctorate from Harvard University, he served as professor of psychology and psychiatry at Yale University, director of the Yale uh, Psychophysiology Center, and co-director of the Yale Behavioral Medicine Clinic before moving to Arizona in 1988. He has published more than 400 scientific papers and co-edited 11 academic books. He is the author of The Afterlife Experiments and The Truth About Medium and co-author of The Living Energy Universe. End of quote. The following passages are from the G.O.D. Experiments. The branch of science known as system science teaches that there is a universal principle of the micro, the little, being contained within the macro, the big. This is because systems are composed of smaller parts, termed subsystems, and are simultaneously components of larger units, suprasystems. The subsystem, system, suprasystem organizational structure extends from subatomic particles to the universe as a whole. Stated simply, the small is in the all. However, system science excuse me, also teaches us the less obvious fact that the reverse can also be true. The all is in the small. This is not only semantically true. The word all is literally in small, but it is organizationally and empirically true, too. End of quote. Dr. Schwartz wrote the following on page 108 of his book. The message is clear. The macro world of gravitational fields and the micro world of quantum fields both lead to the same conclusion. Everything in nature is interconnected and interdependent to various degrees. And it follows that since there is no independence, then there is no support of a randomness theory, at least in its purest sense, as posited by random sampling. The conclusion is unavoidable. End of quote. And finally, from the G.O.D. experiments, it reads, It appears that as a species, we have the intellectual potential not only to destroy or disintegrate everything, our destructive side, but to integrate everything, our constructive side as well. If all things are indeed interconnected and interdependent, then we are all part of the Almighty One. In fact, according to contemporary field physics, we are never alone, rather we are all one. We need to learn to experience atonement, which is at one end of quote. Today's system science shouts yes to God's inerrant truth. The all is in the small, and the small is in the all. It's the oneness of God, His Christ, and the redeemed. It's the centrality of words, God's words, that have created and therefore unify all things. Dr. Schwartz made an interesting observation concerning the word universe. Universe, or universe, means one story. Words, just words. God said, Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 through 20, Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, 
that in all things he might have the preeminence, for it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him, I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. God said, Ephesians 4.10, He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. God said, Ephesians 1, 9 and 10, Having made known unto us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. Man said, biblical superstition. That's all it is. Who needs it? Man is the master of his own destiny. Now you have the record.